0: Yo, hello everybody! Welcome back to Creative Native. Look at us—we're back. It's just been about a week since our last podcast. I'm super excited, um, getting some really great guests. And today, our special guest is Mr. Jordan Brewer. He is Potawatomi, and he is currently on the Houston Astros. And he um, may have caught your attention in the College World Series when he played for Michigan in 2019 and was the Big Ten Player of the Year. So just really kind of came out of nowhere, superstar that has really excited a lot of people in baseball and just in Indian country in general. And so you'll hear from Jordan. We talk a little bit about how he got into sports, how he um, had to kind kind of overcome some injury issues and kind of ending up making a non-traditional kind of college path. And then of course getting drafted and the excitement and just the, craziness around um being now a professional athlete in the time of covid and so um some really great stuff in here i have to thank jordan so much for joining and um there's some really good info here and i think um we're all gonna be following his career really closely and just seeing him grow and um grow into not only his athletic ability but his native identity and so um if you've had any experience with Zoom over this uh, time of quarantine, you've probably forgotten to hit record. That happened to me. So I missed like the first minute or two of our conversation where we were talking about his recent surgery and now he's currently rehabbing. And so um, you'll you'll get a little bit of that and we, it'll dive right in here to his talking about playing sports growing up. So um, apologies that you missed that. Of course, it's happened to all of us with Zoom, I feel like, in this past couple of months. But you did miss uh, a kind of outburst of my dogs barking. So um, I guess that was a, a positive from that. So enough of me. Enjoy the conversation with Jordan. And hope to hear from you guys. Reach out, let us know, give us some feedback. And wear your mask and stay healthy.
1: My older friends, growing up and stuff, um, you know, sports has been it's my part of my identity.
0: Yeah did uh, did your parents play sports?
1: They did. My dad actually played. He played college football at Olivet. He played a little. Was it? I think it's low. Actually, I don't even remember what division that is. Um, but he played. My mom played high school sports. Um, but yeah, you know, sports has just been just being around that competitive environment has been in yeah. our blood for so long.
0: Yeah. Were were you kind of a kid that played everything or did you kind of specialize? Yeah. yeah. So
1: I played, I say I played baseball, basketball and football. Um, you know, that's what I tell kids nowadays is play all play all of them that you can uh, because you absolutely. never know what you're going to do. Uh, you never know. I mean, you can learn stuff in football that you wouldn't learn in baseball. Same with basketball and yeah. college coaches absolutely love multi-sport athletes. Um, so I always tell them, like, get out there and explore. Because, I mean, once you pick one sport, I mean, you can be burnt out like that.
0: So, right. And I just, I feel like it helps with, like, injury prevention. I mean, yes. I don't know, with 10 surgeries, maybe not. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not
1: for me. You know, it's been, yeah, it's, it was crazy. I've actually had, I think, dislocated at my shoulder, like, maybe five or six times. Basketball and football. So, actually, wow. and baseball. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy ride, but, you know, I'm beyond thankful for every single one of my surges because it made me into a man I am today. Uh, yeah. Showed me how to get through adversity. So, it's another
0: kind of discipline, too, to, like, do rehab and, like, not push yourself. So exactly. that's, that's, that's really it. great. Exactly. So you, that's, I'm still learning that, you know, I'm still yeah. learning
1: how to slow down, like, put the brakes on. Like, I, was kids, I always 100% go, 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 go. It's like, all right, you can. You need to chill out right now your leg needs to relax you need to really I'm um, so I'm actually like really learning my body right now like what my signs are like when to slow down and stuff
0: yeah so, are yeah. you have you thrown any like swimming or yoga or anything different in yeah with so training? Um, I got
1: so my rehab is Monday Wednesday Friday and then I have I got pool workouts Tuesday Thursday and then actually, in Saturday, and so since it's there, I'm not complaining now since it's nice out, and we got
0: yeah, we
1: a pool, that was what was a 90 degrees the other day, so right it's really nice.
0: That's awesome. So um, when did you were you always like thinking you were going to go to college or and play sports, or how did, how did that kind of help you?
1: Yes, that so in high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I know I wanted to play a sport in college. Uh, I wasn't sure which one. Um, my senior year rolled around. I was actually supposed to, I had a preferred walk on to play football in Michigan. And our regional championship, uh, I was blocking a guy and I pancaked him, and my running back ran into me, dislocated my shoulder. Mm. That went out the door. Football went out the door. So I was like, well, I got baseball. So I failed the baseball because I knew I couldn't play basketball anymore because basketball is, <laughs> it took a toll on my body, too. Um, so I went to a junior college in Robinson, Illinois. It's called Lincoln Trail. It's about four and a half, five hours from here, uh, middle of nowhere, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little different from coming from a high school that is wealthy. We have, we have nice equipment and stuff. And then yeah. going to this where you are picking up rusty weights or picking up balls that were in the, in the woods before to play with. So, you know, I, I really needed that to see how much I actually loved the sport. Mm. And I, you know, I fell in love with the, the full out grind and, just being on the, on the field with the boys.
0: Yeah. And then how, and then, then you moved on to Michigan. How did that, was that yeah. like, do you know did a coach see you or how did that, how did that work?
1: Yeah. So my sophomore year came around, um, I went junior college and I was getting all these looks from lower division one schools and some were big. Um, but you know, none of them really stuck out to me. And then my coach goes, we actually had a guy before me was it, two years before I got there went to the university of Michigan from there. He's like, what do you think of Michigan? I was like, yeah, but that's like like one of the top, top schools for academics and stuff. Then I got to take a junior college kid. So they called him and he came down to watch me. And then the rest is history, man. He, he said, do we got, we got five other outfielders. You're going to be the sixth outfielder. I just smiled and said, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, And And you also had some help from your tribe too, right?
1: Yes. And so that was a huge thing, too, um, because I was I didn't have a scholarship Mm
0: -hmm. and being
1: from Michigan, the natives paid for it. So that was that was one of the best blessings ever.
0: Right. Because people a lot of people don't understand that baseball scholarships are very small or like a fraction of a scholarship. And plus, you know, I my big thing is like not, you know, people have a misconception that all natives get scholarships, but the ones that do i'm like these athletes, these coaches need to recruit them because it's a free scholarship like it is, it, it
1: is it's a steal it is literally yeah. a steal
0: and, yeah, and there's you know, i, so I many. fell
1: in that category so it yeah. was it was
0: nice yeah so were you at michigan two years or just one
1: one year i just was one, only there for yeah. one year and it was one crazy year
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'll i'll remember how I got familiar with you or I just, I honestly just saw you in the college world series or maybe it was like the regionals leading up to it. And I saw your tattoo and I was like, see native. And then I like, I go online and find out that you are. And I was like, well, now I'm going to like pull for him the entire series. You know, like it's, you always got to do that. So was, was, did you guys have those expectations going into the, like when you were in the season or was it kind you of know, a great it, run?
1: It, it, it was a little bit of both. We knew yeah. what we had. Um, I don't think any of us really expected how far we were going to go. Um, but we got hot at the right time. I mean, the right time. We were one pitch away from being, uh, not even getting a bid to the to the playoffs. And our leadoff hitter, hit Wogu, hit a one hopper to the fence at at uh, Omaha and for Big Ten Tournament, and we scored a run, and that's, that's how we got in and we went to Corvallis, played crazy, went to, to UCLA, beat them out their home field again. Uh, so it was, it was crazy. Like I, we knew we had something special and the best part about that too, is like everyone held everyone to account. I was accountable. You know what I mean? Like everyone knew the role on the team. No one tried to be Superman. No one tried to do something spectacular, but you just had to stick to your role.
0: Yeah. What was the shift like, too, going from a Stuco to like a powerhouse? And I mean, literally the big house on the football field. But like, how, what was that like? Where did, I I can't even, like, were were the classes huge? Like, what was, oh, yeah. I remember my,
1: my first, my first class at Lincoln Trail, I think there was maybe 15 people in it. So it's like a high school, high school class, which I was completely fine with. I needed that. I needed to be in the high schools like environment still to get my feet underneath me for school wise. And once I got to Michigan, my first class, I think there was 350 kids in it. And you're sitting there like, uh, I don't know (laughs) if this is okay. But you know, that was a huge adjustment, but my teammates really took me underneath their wing with that of like finding my classes, um, um, tell me where to be. We have learning skill hours we have to go to, um, where we sit in there. I think it was, what was it, like 10 hours a week we had to do. Um, and we had tutors and everything in there for us. So it was, the help is there. The help, the sources are there to help you. And I don't think a lot of people understand that when they
0: yes. get there,
1: they freak out. I was a huge resource. I always use my resources. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I need them bad. So that was really nice.
0: Yeah. I did notice that you were majoring like film study, like yeah. media studies. How did you, you know, get into that?
1: You know, I... I actually fell in love with doing it at uh, my junior college. I actually helped my, uh, our marketing guy at the um, school. I used to take photos and take film of the basketball games, um, volleyball games, and I would help him make posters and stuff, make hype videos for them. And yeah. then I just fell in love with it. It was hard for me though at Michigan though, because I had labs from, what was it? From four to seven at night. And oh, that's gosh. when our practices are. So Sorry, coach wasn't that happy I was doing it, but I'm like, this is this is what I want to do. This is what it. But you know, it's it was awesome. I mean, I still I still have my camera. I take photos. I actually took I had a drone. I took the Thailand, oh. and I crashed it up in a tree.
0: Oh
1: yeah, no! And I couldn't get it down. Like so, it was. But it is what it is.
0: So it belongs to Thailand now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's in Thailand. So hopefully, it doesn't fall and hit anybody, and I get a lawsuit from thailand to call me or something so.
0: right talk about a random call like i'm obsessed with like drone footage like i i've, I've done like, quite a bit of uh, production stuff and i've worked with a few uh, filmmakers who use drones so i'm just like can we just drone everything like drone it's the wedding so drone nice. drone this drone that and i'll never forget we were doing something back in cherokee one time and it was so cold and my guy was like shaking the whole time while he was like <laughs> trying to control the drone but i was like don't crash it but Don't yeah mess that's it up. <laughs> yeah that was that's amazing I that's a really easy pivot too you know from playing like it, it it would translate really well like right no, I, I people it. often think about athletes being in front of the camera but I think like being behind is another cool kind of cool avenue to go so that's that's super exciting we will have to stay um connected on that yes. um so when was there when did you like because you ended up being like the big big 10 player of the year like when was like the big leagues, like, was that always something you were dreaming about or how did that come into like, come into reality?
1: Yeah. So, so I, you know, in high school and stuff, um, actually ever since I was little, I always, everyone asked me what my dream was. And my dream was to be a professional, professional ball player of some type. I didn't know what it was yet. And everyone was like, yeah, whatever. Like that's everyone's dream. And I, and I still like in middle school, I still always said that in high school when people are like, okay, it's starting to get serious. You need to pick your, I'm like, I want to be a professional athlete. That's what I want to do. And I think the huge motivation for me was just to prove to the people that said I couldn't do it, that I could, um, I actually went back and talked to our high school teachers. They had a huge like convention and one of the teachers asked me like, Hey, um, how can we get better as a as a teacher, help out with students. So I said, all right, okay. I'm like, like, right, all right, I'm gonna get real with you guys. So I said, raise your hands if you believe that I was going to make it to the league. Right. And I said, that's your issue. You guys, you have to believe in kids. You got to believe no matter what it is, if they want to be an astronaut believe in that uh, because that helps them out. You know what I mean? And, and I actually had one of my high school teachers help me out big time I still, I still text her all the time just, just taking her because she was really the main one that helped me and really believed me that I could do it. Um, so I was a struggling awesome. student. Like I, was, I wasn't at the best grade, so I, I have learning disability, so I always had to take certain classes to be eligible for Division One and stuff. Um,
0: and I remember take,
1: studying for the ACT. I would have basketball practice um, probably from 4, four to 6, 30, seven. Um, and then I would stay at the high school with my teacher. I was, told, told, was telling you about, she would, I would walk the track with her. Maybe study for the ACT. I'd be there till 10, 10, We'll be up there. And I, like I have ADHD, so I'm sitting there throwing up a ball. Yeah. We're up there just studying, you know, it's, it's just things like that. that She really believed me that I could do it and I can, I can be more thankful to have her in my corner the whole time.
0: Yeah. That's so awesome. And like, well, and now I'm sure you're saying like, they're talking about getting rid of SAT and ACT and I'm like. Wish that would have happened earlier, but that's a good because yes, it, it yes. really is it's such a it's just such a such a racket, but that's that's really great to hear, like and especially now that I'm teaching, I'm just like, oh, that's the kind of like teacher you want to be. like you want to be able yeah. to like yeah. help people and help them realize their dreams so so then like. How do you like with the draft? How does that work? Like, do do you get calls from people like saying, you know, you're going to get drafted or you may get drafted or
1: like? Yeah. So I have an a- agent. He's actually from Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice.
0: Um, GMR. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. She,
0: okay. Yep. Oh.
1: Nice. Um, so we were. He was with me since I was a freshman at my junior college. My college, co- my, my JUCO coach said, "Dude, you really have potential." At that point, I was like. No, I just want to go play division one. I didn't want to go to a division one school. Yeah. And I started getting more looks in Juco. And I was like, I still don't know. And Josh was like, Hey, if you don't want to go, we'll, we'll go to division one and we'll, we'll start talking then. And, but you know, he always kept in tabs with me every week just to see how I'm doing and stuff. Um, and then I got to Michigan and I was really like, what I really wanted to do is to get a starting position. Cause there was six hours, well, five other outfielders, including me, well, not including me, six with including me. And so I, and I got the starting job and I just ran with it. And then he said, Hey, we're looking at top 10 right now. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Later on, I get, Hey, top five. I was like, okay. Like, what is this? Like, he goes, all right, there's talks of you possibly going second or third. You're going to be right in there. I was like, that's crazy to think that I was going to, Juco, I could have been drafted in the 30th round being stuck in rookie ball somewhere now yeah. to being one of the top prospects for, in the draft. So it was, it was hectic. It was, it's crazy how much pressure they put on that 18, 19 year old kid. I mean, it's insane. Uh, yeah.
0: Get, Especially so, like what were your, what, how were your parents? How did they deal with that?
1: Yeah. I wasn't even with my parents when yeah. the, for the draft because we were in Corvallis. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually there was possible like I said there was possible talks of me going to the second round if we would have won that game against Creighton the first well the second game second game for the championship um, I would have went home back to St. Joe We they had a huge party for me at B-Dubs and everything I was going to go to that. <laughs>
0: that so I was all
1: for that but we lost that game so we had to come back the next day and play it was during the first day of the draft so I'm like oh no this oh. isn't good Freaking out. I'm like, I'm not gonna be with any family or anything.
0: And you're trying uh, to play.
1: Yeah. And so like we're playing. So it was Tommy Henry, Carl Kaufman, and me were all like, okay, there's good possibility you guys are gonna go get day one. And so we're all just looking at each other like, yo, you could call ya, you could call yet? It's the first thing in your my heart was racing. Like it's and like then you have to focus because this is the elimination game. If you lose this, you're done done.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I, you know, it was, it was an awesome experience. And then after the game, uh, Carl and Tommy got drafted right after the game. So we all got to hug each other and everything. It was awesome. And the next morning, uh, my phone is going crazy. My agent's calling me, Hey, yo, this is, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. I'm so like, dude, I don't want to know unless if my name's getting called. So don't <laughs> let me know when I'm getting called. And so he finally called me goes, Ash, going to get you right here. Like, Like, seriously? He's like, yes. I was like, all right. And they didn't have MLB network in the hotel. So I'm trying to pull it (laughs) up on my laptop and I couldn't get it. It's laggy. It's slow. Then all of a sudden it sounded like the freaking SWAT team just tried to bust into my room and I had all my guys come jump on me. Um, and I pulled it up and I just started crying. You know, it's, it's one of those, that ten seconds, you can't. There's no words to describe what just happened in those ten se- seconds. Um, but, it,
0: and if it, you couldn't be with your your family, at least you were with your team. You know, at least right. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, awesome.
1: that's. But that, that was my. That they are my family, and you know, it was really. It was really. Just that moment was unreal. Um, it was. It was awesome. It was really. Really awesome. Now we're here, stuck in a pandemic,
0: <laughs> right? So Waiting for the call to go down. So you you, you know you, you go to the World Series. Like I loved. Uh, I saw. I read a little bit about your coach. How he like made you guys kind of stay on the field after and like watch Vanderbilt celebrate. Which yeah, um, I thought that was really interesting. I loved his perspective. Though I was like, that's the only time you're gonna be able. Like you're the only ones that can see that. So yep. and then. Is it? I'm and I'm. Ch- I'm trying to think of timing. Are you? Go, do you go back to school after that, or is that the school?
1: I, I I'm. I can go back to school. Yeah. Um, I can go back to school, but I'm. Not, I can't play anymore. Yeah. Gotcha. Done. So I can go back in the fall. Um, but the hard part is that they have instructs during that time. And mm-hmm. Donald Westbaum. So like this past year, I had instructs. So I couldn't be up in Ann Arbor this year, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I'm. I'm. Eventually. So what does
0: that mean? instructs? Like it's like training? a camp.
1: It, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, like a fall camp where they send gotcha. guys like gotcha. uh, probably, I don't know, two teams worth of guys go down there for instructs. Um, just more one-on-one work with coaches and stuff. Um,
0: is that mostly yeah. college guys?
1: Uh, no, that's West Palm uh, Astros guys we had. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. So they'll send us down to our spring training facilities, which is in West Palm. Mm -hmm. And so we had, we were down there for that, for the fall. But, you know, I, I watched Michigan baseball every single time I could on the TV. Yeah, Remember when they played Vanderbilt that year, this year, it was so late. We had to get up at like six in the morning. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Right. I'm sitting there when our guy hit a home run, I freaked out. I'm jumping (laughs) in my room. Everyone's like, dude, please be quiet, man. Like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, did you just see, like, did you just see what happened?
0: I love that. That's and people don't, like, especially, I think this happens a lot with basketball players too, where, like, they don't realize how attached you can get in just like, a year yeah. or two, right? Like, and it really, I I love seeing guys that, like, get, you know, that just get into the program and the entire school. So that's, right. that's really, that's really great. And you'll be, and you'll be hearing from Michigan fans for the rest of your life, you know? Like, that's, that's what's so cool about it is you, like, instantly have a connection with people.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, so you go through you know instructs did you and did you go to spring training did you go to spring spring training or yeah so
1: spring training this year was weird because of this right it, the funny part, when i heard about covid i heard it on a joe rogan podcast <laughs> i heard it was like okay he goes this is like i'm like oh this is like for real for real like it's here i'm not kidding you the next day me and my roommate and they're like all right you guys are going home we're like that's freaky because we just watched this podcast and they're saying it's going to be here and it's going to hit hard we're like, all right, I guess we're going home. So we went home, we didn't know how long we we're gonna be home. We had we had bets going on if it was gonna be over under two months or but but yeah, it's it was a weird spring training. Yeah. For sure.
0: And you know, the back and forth with the with the league and like are you guys gonna play or are you not? Right. And then so so now and then did how did the surgery fit in with there? Was it kind of something you needed to have before? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I actually had, uh, when was it? It was right before spring training. I was do. I was home here doing, doing a workout and I was doing split squats and trying to go up off a split squat and my knee just pop, pop, pop. I was like, that ain't good. I wrecked the weight. I'm like, well, it didn't blow my knee out because I can walk on it. I did since, Previous to all my surgeries, I know like the ACL and all that, the tests and stuff. I did that. Didn't have an issue, but I was like, you know what? I need, I need to call my high school athletic trainer. I called him. He goes, it was like 11 o'clock at night. He goes, hey, just, just come over. Just come over. I'll do the test real quick. i like, perfect. Went in his house at 11, did all my tests. He goes, everything's attached still from these tests. Like, that doesn't guarantee it, but good so far. I was like, all right. So we went down to West Palm. They didn't know. None of the trainers there knew what was going on. But my knee was swollen. They're like, you don't know what's going on. So they sent me to Houston to our head doctor, our head mm-hmm. orthopedic surgeon. Um, got an MRI. Pulls up the MRI. And he pointed to this one thing. And I looked at it. And there's just a big old chunk of cartilage just floating in my knee. And he goes, that, that's that got to go. It was attached under, underneath my knee. And so I don't know how it jarred off. It jarred off. Um, got it taken out. But the thing is that when he took it out, my nerve was showing underneath my kneecap. So every time my kneecap would go over it, it would click and catch. And it was pure nerve showing. So it wasn't feeling good. But but I just, they said, you know what? Try to get through it as you can, if you can. And I was like, all right. I'll try to get through it. And try and try to get better. Didn't get much better. Um, and then this hit. And so I was like, like, you have to get this other surgery done. And so I had a cadaver piece put in, um, two plugs put in, and I haven't had issues yet so far, knock on mm-hmm. wood, but we're getting there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the time, the you know, obviously the pandemic sucks and that, all of that, but it's like, you know, at least it gives you this time to kind of kind of rehab. Do you have any, like, are you just kind of, like, just seeing how things shake out now with the summer and fall? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, like I don't know when they're gonna have this report down. We're just just relaxing in my hometown, enjoying my last summer.
0: Yeah, in
1: Joe, So I'm not complaining about that. So
0: that's okay. I guess, and I
1: like to go out to like uh, practices for youth kids are coming up. And I usually go out and yeah. speak to them and talk to them, help them out in practice. Um, me, I, I'm always gonna give back, especially to my community uh, because I I grew up here. This is my hometown. I'm gonna take care of them because they took care of me.
0: I love, I love hearing you say that. Cause I, I, I literally, when I started my PhD, I was like, I want to do it on native athletes. And then the big theme I found was like all native athletes give back. Like they just want to give back. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to start a charity or like, you know, it's not like PR it's like, I want to just go help kids. And so that's, you know, so that's what I focused my, and I ended up making, I had production experience. So I ended up making a film. Cause I was like, I don't want to just write a book. I want to like have a video that I can right. show the community that I can like actually, um, on to. So I'll have to, I'll just send that to you and you'll have to check it yes. out. Cause, yes. um, I, we can definitely collaborate on some projects in the future. Oh, for I think. Sure.
1: That I'd absolutely so love doing so that. So
0: great. Like I, and why I started creating native in this podcast is like, I just, in like Indian sports, like what Brent's doing, like there's just, there's just so much like, there's just a hunger for this stuff. And yeah. I think, um, it's just so great to like get different perspectives and, um, just give you guys, a give you guys another outlet, another voice. Um, so I have a kind of, it's kind of a thing I saw on Facebook a couple of years ago, one of my friends from the res, she put like, when did you like realize you were native? Like, just kind of like joking like that's when you're your kid, right. you like, you don't right. know. And so do you have any memories of like, when you kind of like were like, what, like, or, you know, when people ask you, like, what are you, you know, like, how do, right. how do you deal
1: with that? Yeah. Yes. You know, I always, I always get, a lot of people always confuse me as they always think I'm African-American. Mm. Like, no, I'm Native American. And that's one of the reasons I got a, a like, a tattoo of a chief head on my hand, because I, I feel like in high school, uh, more towards like my junior, senior year, but this, this past year has really hit me hard about being a Native American, um, because, I'm more of a, have more of a voice now, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I feel like I've gone back to a couple of our tribal meetings or we've had powwows. I go out there um, and I talk to the kids and stuff, you know, I'm, I feel like this year, like my walk-up song is uh, electric powwow by the, a tribe called red. And What's everyone's like, Yo, what is like, what is that? What is that? I'm like, it's good, isn't it? Like, it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very different. And, I don't feel like natives, we don't get that much, like, you know, like we don't get much love in the sports. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's not many of us in the sport and that's mm-hmm. what I feel like. I just want to be a huge influence on younger native Americans to like, yo, you can do it. Like you can make it. You just got to believe it and you got to trust the process. Um, but yeah, that I feel like this, this year I've really, it's really hit me. Um, mm-hmm. But junior year is when I realized I was like, okay, I'm, non-Native American.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny when it clicks too, because I remember it happened for me in college too, where like, you just, you know, so much of your life, you don't think about, we don't think about our identities and like, we're, you know, we're an athlete or, you know, you know, you're male, female, or you're like, you know, even like not nah, like politician, like politics aside, but like you have all these identities and like, you don't think about being super vocal. I feel like, especially Native Americans, like, cause I right. feel like, I mean, there's the stereotype of like stoic, but we are very humble and like people don't understand like the fun loving side. And that's what I've been trying to stress when we talk about like mascots and like, you know, we're not just trying to like rain on everyone's parade and like stomp on all the fun. Like, it's just like, we want you guys to understand, like we don't look like that and we're real (laughs) people. exactly. And, but we're going to still joke around with you and like, you know, give you a hard time for, you know, saying, can we go have a powwow? Yeah, when I catch people using these terms all the time of like, circle the wagons or like, um, you know, let's go have a powwow. And then I mean like a meeting and I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> but it's that's like, not it. That's not it. <laughs> I get it's, but it's thing. always
0: like lighthearted and fun. And like, I think it's, you know, it's just, it's just kind of fun to like challenge people like, Hey, we, you know, we're still here. We don't right. look like what you think you look like. And I was really, I was so excited to see your message come through and I was, cause I just uh, loved following your career. And I just, I, I just, I think, you know, you'll, you're going to have such a great platform and, um, and you have a relatable story, right. You know, having, you know, JUCO and, you know, ADHD, like that's stuff that like a lot of kids right. can relate to. And like, we can overcome those things. Right. And, you know, and we have the great support and yeah, you're going to be the poster child for my campaign too, about the scholarships. Cause I've been, I've been preaching that for like years. I'm like, you guys got to realize, like go it's, to the res, get these it's, kids. It's
1: huge, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, you know, it's, yeah, I absolutely love, I'm going to show it off my new American. Like I'm, I'm in love with it now. I'm yeah. in absolutely love with it. You know, it's, it's, it's so special. It's so special.
0: Yeah, and you get the opportunity too to now with traveling, you know, and you get to see like different areas. And like that's been so happening to me is like around the country is like how different, you know, you got your like southern natives, like where I'm from, then you got, you know, Michigan, and right? Then you got like the West Coast and obviously Southwest and all that. So that's super exciting. I'm super excited for you. And like, so I'm, and you've, you've talked to Brent a few times, I'm guessing, right? With yeah, I talked to yeah. him at the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I lost. Jerry, still there? Your head. Side volume. Oh, there you go.
1: There it goes. My my earpods yeah. are, are not good anymore. I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was having the same thing. I had to like take one out and charge it. Up. All good. Um, no, and like people like Brent and like the work they do. it just it's just such a fun fun place to be in. Like it, it's. I just think there's going to be more and more of us, you know, to talk. 100%. Like, yeah. Okay. I was thinking too. Have you met Jacoby Ellsbury? I have not. Oh, that's a big one on your list. Yeah, because uh, I got to meet him because we were doing we did some camps with him at M7, and I was blown away because like he was so quiet and just I was just like, but he's just let's just say who who he is, but like he he's so like he's a guy who like does all the behind the scenes and no one sees, and so. Um, I can definitely see. Like, I want you guys to do like a podcast together because, like, he has like the veteran, you know, perspective. And like,
1: oh, I'd love to do it. I would love to do that. We
0: got to, we got to make that happen because I you get
1: it set up, do. I will be on yes. there.
0: It'll yes, and and he's from Corvallis, so that made me think of that. Really, too, of well, Corvallis. That's where he yeah,
1: Corvallis. I did see yeah. they actually at Oregon State they had a locker forum, so that was pretty yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that we got plenty, plenty to work on. I'm pretty excited. Um, so I, I always, I always ask for athletes, uh, native athletes, like what, um, what advice would you give to kids who are, you know, coming up and, um, love sports and want to get involved in sports and just, just want to want to make it big like you.
1: Right. Um, the number one thing I would tell them, actually, yes, I would tell them to have fun. Just simply have fun with it um, because you never know what could happen. Like, you don't know what can happen in the future. You don't know what connections could bring through playing sports. Um, have fun with it. Trust the process, enjoy the journey. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. Some of the times it sucks. I, you know, I, one thing I always live by is embrace the suck because there's so much suck that you can't get, you can't run from it. You can just have to go, go through it. you just have to embrace it. Um, but yeah, my number one thing is just to have fun. Um, I always goofed off when I was at that age. I always played, I never played serious travel ball. I never played serious, any traveling team. I always just play with my high school friends or my middle school friend. Like, you know what I mean? I had my group I played with. Um, and that's what I'm telling my 13 year old brother now. Like he's, he's a hockey guy and he's, he's just getting to that point where they're starting to stay at hotels with each other. I'm like, these connections you have right now, you'll never forget. You'll never forget these stories 10 years from now. I still talk to my guys from when I was that age, when we played in Owensboro, Kentucky at little, uh, little league world series with us and, you know, and just enjoy it, enjoy it and have fun.
0: Yeah. That's so great. Like that. I think that is the key to anything, really. Like, yeah. as long as you're having fun, like it's not, it's not not gonna be, not gonna be hard, too hard. And like, like you said, you get to, you know, it, there's gonna be hard parts of everything. Like, there's not, it's yep. not all good all the time. So yep. it makes it a lot easier when the payoff, you know, is is a lot better. Um, yep. I'm curious, how what's the um, what's it been like with the media and like then maybe asking about your heritage or, um, have you, has anyone asked you about the mascot stuff? Has that come up? Actually recently my, a uh, couple of my, just like my local friends and like,
1: they're like, yo, I didn't realize like that was this serious. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't think people realize it was this serious. Like, like you said, we always just like, ha ha, like, brush it off because we got bigger important things to worry about. But I uh, you know deep down it really, it hurts. It doesn't settle well with you. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, with my stance with it is I was the same person like you tweeted. But, you know, like, we always had other things. My friends, people would always mess with me and stuff. i just laughed it off. You know, like, yeah, haha, okay. Um, but it, it does need to change. Um, like you said, we, we don't look anything like that. We're not. You know what I mean? It's just, I think people have the wrong concept about Native Americans. Um, and I really think that the black lives matter really pushed pushed for this to happen i don't think if that didn't of no, this would have happened. No, if it could be the same um but you know our voice is finally being heard and i can't be more happy about it
0: yeah it's so great is because it's not it's not just a win for us but it's like a win for black lives matter and it's yeah. a win for just the greater like and all these kids i see coming up i'm just like they're so savvy and they're so connected and they they know they just are so much more educated and like you know, social media and things like that. They just have better access. And so it's super exciting to like just see um that collective and see how many people are like happy for us and um yes. and see now like you know how we can continue to just educate and like spread the word. So um I'm so excited. Like we're staying connected. We're gonna do some projects. I'm gonna get you on with Jacoby. Um me and, yes. me and me and uh, Brent will make that happen because yes. That has that's definitely gotta happen. Yes.
1: Well, I, you gotta tell Brent I said I haven't talked to him in a while.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will I'll talk to him. He's acting like in I'm
1: life. a stranger all of a sudden. Like he came to the world serious and see me, but he hasn't talked to me since. I don't know what the heck is
0: going on. <laughs> Old old news yeah he's all about the big events he's gonna i, I hope he, he'll he listen to this and he'll hear me trashing him and he'll give me a hard time but um he's Good. such a great he's such a great guy and like he'll i can guarantee you the first time probably like the first chance he gets he'll he'll be there he'll be like all wearing his name like indian sports mask and he'll be <laughs> yes. outfitted to the nines like it'll be it'll be so great so, yes. um, we'll keep that going and let me know if there's anything I can help you with. I'm going to email you a bunch of stuff oh, so we 100%. can stay yes. connected and you can have, you know, we can dream up some things while we're kind of still under, under lockdown. And yeah, you gotta um, teach me
1: things too. You know, you gotta, you gotta start teaching me about, cause I, I, my ears are open about this now, you know, when I was yes. younger, like when ears weren't open about it, yeah, I was native, but now like, I'm really intrigued by it. Like it's interesting stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and you, you have an audience and it's, it's, there's nothing like that platform and you're, you'll have so many random things come out and you'll just be like, wow, like you'll, you can have your own production company one day, you know, like you'll, you'll, you'll like, you know, dream big, you know, we can go beyond, beyond, we'll, we'll, we'll own our own team and name it like the Caucasians, you know, like (laughs) Like, that's that's funny. We'll, we'll, flip, we'll flip the script on them. So yeah, um, thank you so much for your time. It was really, really great to connect with you. And it looks beautiful there. It's like makes uh, me want to go outside.
1: It's so nice right now. That's why I came out. So I was like, I can't be in the yeah. basement right now. It's too yeah. nice out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're in the, uh, in the humidity uh, here in, in Tennessee. So I'm um, uh, really it's, excited to get back out to, about to Oregon where it's a little bit cooler. And so I'll be the new home base for me. It'll be like Portland area. So whenever you're, if you're ever in yes. the area. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll
1: have to catch up. we will have to go out there yeah, as soon as yes. everything calms down.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And I, I will be as soon as fans. I, I'm actually. I'm already, already uh, pitching, like promoting the like fans, the like pl- the you know, the cardboard cutouts and I'm like, give me a cardboard cutout and every, you know, every, I'll be in every stadium you're, you're playing in. So, yeah um, and then hopefully in, in person as soon as possible, but, yes. um, good luck with the, the rehab. Um, Thank you so much. Keep, that's, that's, I know it's mentally, it's almost, I think it's almost worse mentally than physically, you know, it's, 100%, 110%. Yeah. So just keep fighting that fight. And, um, I'll probably, we'll, I'll reach out to you, but I'll post this. I just had a really great interview yesterday with, um, Shailene Joseph from native wellness. And so just posted that podcast. So I'm going to save this one for next week. All right. So, all right. um, I can't wait. Uh, it's gonna, yeah. it's, it's gonna be really great. So do you have like a, do you do a podcasting platform particular one?
1: I, you know, I really don't, you know, the new thing yeah. is, um, I'm a video game nerd.
0: And so mm. I, use,
1: I like I I'm on Twitch right now. Yeah, Twitch, so, awesome. So I, I, right now I have all like the Michigan athletes coming in and stuff, and I'm I'm soaring away towards the podcast, Eric, just to find like so these so you know what a normal athlete does every day, just yeah. not on the field, just like what they do after the game or after practice, just to hang out. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm doing that right now. I'm just starting getting into it, but awesome. You know, I just I just love I, don't know, I just love being around the guys.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's like, that's so great. Like that's, and that's what another like whole Avenue, like I'm with with sports marketing and esports. like that's a whole other like way to go. Do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite game right now? Are you?
1: I'm a call of duty guy. Yes. I'm a call of duty guy. So
0: I mean, it's a classic for a reason. So that's (laughs) great to know. One, One more, one more question. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to post pandemic
1: yeah you know just being back on the field with the guys i don't know what that's gonna be it's just to be back right. back on the ball field and especially for me because i've been hurt i haven't played you know, what is i think it's almost been a year since i've been on the field yeah and so it's like i'm starting to get a little itch i'm starting to yes. get that itch it's like okay i need to be back on the field like going i can yeah. go watch i was my cousin played in uh, indiana the other day when watched. Yeah, you know, it was like young kids playing. I was just smiling, was like
0: it like you become the biggest be cheerleader.
1: Yeah, it's just being yeah. by a ball field was so nice. It was so nice. I loved it. Yeah. Awesome, but
0: but well, yeah, awesome. Well, hopefully sooner rather than later. And again, we're gonna stay connected and let me know if there's ever anything I can help with. Good luck. Thank um, you so much. And all the best to you and your family. You guys stay safe.
1: Yes. If you need okay. any help or anything with platforms, just let me know because I, well, especially during this time because I have nothing else to do. With my <laughs> exactly. Working full time, so instead of me yeah. playing video games all day, <laughs> let me help with something. Let me do something. Yeah. You know?
0: We'll we'll you know? um, we'll get some cool video game Twitch something. We'll get something in there so it can yes. kind of mix platforms. Yes, awesome. let's do that. All right. Thanks, Jordan. You take care. Great, Thank you, you so much. Yeah. I'll take, right, talk to you soon. Bye. bye. This chance will not last. And you gotta act fast. Pull up the slack, pick up the trash. Cause you still got time for one last dance. Still got time
1: to have a blast. So special you hate. Work hard to make life great. Quit is are way. Quit they're third way. Not a piece of cake, but you can create a new life that will never take you out of poverty, it's never too late. to coming fast. come fast. Like to Like fast. fast.